the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show. And sitting across from me, longtime friend Cedric Brown. Hey, Tim. How you doing? Good, good. Good to be here with you. It has yes. been a while. Yes, it has. This program has been on for three plus years, and the first half of the program, you were on several times. Yeah. And then you know what happened. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> things kind of got fuzzy there a little bit, but you're coming back with a vengeance in a good way. Uh-oh. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. I'm so glad to be here. And as you stated, Shucks, we've known each other for a bit now. For a lot of yeah, years. Over 20, I would say 25 years maybe at least. Yeah. So a quick yeah. story on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks know that I used to do a morning show yeah. on 990, which is now WNTP, a conservative news talk station. But back then it was a Christian music station, did a mm-hmm. three-hour show. I'll never forget the date, April 2nd, 2004. Mm-hmm. That that whole format changed mm-hmm. from the Christian music and and teaching and talk programs to conservative news talk yeah and you were one of the one of the folks at the very beginning there remember i think was it the electric factory yeah Mm -hmm. there was a concert we were there for i forget who it was i forget who it was yeah i know i would always see you at the dc talk concerts right michael w smith and those guys because we were all friends yeah yes (laughs) and you you specifically you know really took an interest in how are you doing because you knew it was really hard to lose that that opportunity of doing a morning show for seven years yeah well, it's funny because I have to, because uh, I always address you as Timmy D. Yeah, yes. Timmy, Timmy. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't call him Timmy anymore. <laughs> no, that's just yesterday. I had another longtime friend, Jay Jackson, who's a lead singer of Apologetics, a Christian parody band, done events with the station. He said, Merry Christmas, Timmy D. <laughs> I felt like it was like, and Merry Christmas, one yeah, and all. Yeah. But, funny. you know, it's funny, you know, Ma Campbell here, right? Yes. Mary, Mary Campbell, yeah. 90 plus years young, just cel- wow. about to celebrate a birthday, by oh, the way. Wow. She, when I came back to the station several years ago to start the, the show, she said, you went away, Timmy D, and you came back, Tim DeMoss. <laughs> That's funny. This is a neat way of yeah. you know, maturity. I was yeah. just with my wife, Lisa, and I said, oh, by the way, I'm going to be on uh, Timmy, I mean, I mean Tim's show. <laughs> she said, oh, Timmy D, oh, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, and we just share this little bit of history, too. Obviously, um, you played for the Eagles several seasons. Mm-hmm. We used to play ball over in FDR Park. Oh, that's right. Shocks. I forgot about that as well. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was like late 90s. Yep. Along that was when I was going through football withdrawal. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Well, and wow. since and and you, but, but right about that time, you also had started, and this is maybe a good intro to kind of bring it together here. You were becoming a pastor at Commitment, yeah. right? Yeah, we were starting because the church was birthed from an Eagles Bible study because I came back to teach as the chaplain slash Bible study leader. And uh, in the midst of that, God called me to be a pastor, and I actually showed up one Bible study and told the guys and their wives, this is my last study, because God has called me to do this. And and two of the players, Mike Flores and his wife and 
Mark Woodard, who's yeah. still with us, oh, wow. and his wife yes. uh, actually came and helped plant the church. Uh, and it was uh, 10 of us, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I, I totally forgot about all of that. I, <laughs> FDR Park football. Saturday rough, game? T- rough touch, too. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, folks, this is tuning in chat with uh, Cedric Brown. He's pastor, uh, a senior pastor of a commitment church in Lindenwall, New Jersey. The timeline, I guess, just mentioning it with the Eagles was what uh, years? 86 to 88. Okay. Buddy Ryan's first three years. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Post that, what did you do before Well, I ended up uh, leaving there to enter the business community, and I actually was in hotel and restaurant management. Okay. Uh, was in at the Cherry Hill Hyatt. I don't know if you remember the Cherry yeah. Hyatt in Cherry, New Jersey, sure. by a racetrack. And then worked for Roy Rogers as a manager. Really? <laughs> wow, you did a lot of stuff. Yeah, and then from there, uh, entered the sales industry for a company called Alcoa. Yeah, sure. In their home exteriors, their they can't siding. Wait, right? Yeah, I think they can't, wait. can't wait. Commercial. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, so uh, entered the business career with Alcoa and was there for 15 years and had a wonderful, successful career wow. with them. And, and actually, probably about year number six is when we actually planted commitment. So I was bivocational for my last nine years with Alcoa. Okay. And then one day. Just walked into the president's office and told him that um, retire, I'm leaving. Yeah, so in mid year, walked away from a wonderful, successful, lucrative career, actually. So we want to, uh, we're going to take a quick early break and then come back, keep our conversation going. But hold the thought there because mm-hmm. the one of the words I jotted down to ask you about has to do with timing. Okay. So you're in, uh, in the studio today. We will. First and foremost, we want to talk about this new program that's okay, coming up very absolutely. soon, right? Absolutely. January 8th, like a commitment to truth, yeah. the timing on why, but also there have yeah. been other junctures in your life. And I think we could extract maybe some wisdom and insight about how God talks to us and works yeah, with us absolutely. and plants seeds mm. and all that. Absolutely. All right. So we'll do that in just a moment. It's Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, it's The Tim DeMoss Show. Cedric Brown is our guest today. He's senior pastor at Commitment Church in Lindenwald, New Jersey. I have that right? Is yes. that correct? Yes. Okay, let me make sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Commitmentchurch.org. A place for all nations. Yes. So let's uh, let's talk about church just for a second because yes. we were kind of talking about it before the break, the context because that's going to be the launch right launching yeah. this program mm-hmm. that's coming up the radio program. Yes, just so talk about commitment church for a little bit. All right. Well, as I mentioned earlier, we were birthed from an Eagles Bible study. Yes, uh, ten of us. It was, if you would, uh, three athletes and our wives plus four other, if you would, non-athletes. Yeah, and their and their wives and our other wives. Uh, planted commitment back in 1996, so we actually just celebrated 25 years. Happy anniversary! Yeah, yeah. So it's been really exciting to just reflect back on 25 years and yeah. and how fast it has flown by. I think we had this conversation once because my wife and I, Tina, got married August 24th, 1996. Well, yeah, we planted in August 1996. That's what it was. I remember <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, a yeah, long time yeah. ago that we could say about yeah, the same time. Exactly. Uh, the first, the first weekend in August. Yep, sure was. It was wow. our first, if you would, uh, we call it non-public worship service because 
we needed to figure out what we were doing first. <laughs> sure. Before we began to invite the public. Beta mode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Where uh, And where where was that located? Uh, it, was, it was in uh, someone's home, the Flores' home okay. in Marlton, New Jersey. Yeah. And then we started simultaneously having a Bible study in Lindenwall in one of the co- apartment complexes. Okay. And eventually God just led us to focus in Lindenwall because we were heading in and out of Lindenwall so many times. And then found out that uh, Lindenwall at that time, maybe still today, is still one of the most racially and culturally diverse hmm. locations in the state of New Jersey. Were you, and, and you weren't quite aware of that going no, in? No, not go- going in, but we knew that was what God wanted us to be. Over 25 years ago, a church that all nations, tribes, and tongues can be a part of. Yeah. So that's that was our vision from the onset, and uh, it continues today that God oh. has called us to be that. And, and and even we feel, especially in, in such a time as this, right, Yeah. that God, over 25 years ago, planted that in our hearts because about two years before the, the year we launched— was the, all of the planning and development and prayer uh, stages of being who we are now. Functionally, just a nuts and bolts location of the church and service time if folks wanted to yeah. drop by. Yeah, we're, again, our main campus, because yes. we have other campuses now, is in Lindenwall, New Jersey, which is right outside Philly. Yeah. And service times are 9 a.m., 11 a.m. in English. Yes. And then we have a 1 p.m. Uh, Spanish service. Wow. Yes. Okay. And the address of the church? It's uh, 2 South Berlin Road, or Berlin Road South, yeah. Lindenwall, New Jersey, 08021. Okay. Yes. And commitmentchurch.org. Org. Yep. Commitmentchurch.org. Easiest way maybe to yeah. kind of go through all those yes. things. Uh, so that has been going on for a quarter century. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, when you say it that way, it's like, <laughs> wow, that's a long time. I remember the first <laughs> time I was old enough to say I was old. I think I was in my early 30s. Wow. I'm 53 now. But yeah. I remember saying... When I was old enough to actually say I've been around for a quarter century, like when I was, you know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like, that's a really long yeah, time. When you look back, listen, our youngest was two years old. Hmm. When I look at that, it's like, wow, she's now 27. She was two years old. It, it's it's scary. <laughs> and now, see, we're yeah. at the place now as a church that I'm marrying some of the children. Isn't that something? And they're having children. And so let, I got to tell you this. Yeah, go ahead. Story. So. I'm marrying uh, a young lady, Alicia. Matter of fact, we just had dinner with her and her husband last night. Okay. And I was talking to her father prior to the, the ceremony, and he's like, yeah, I just hope I don't cry. And I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. So I started the ceremony, man. I started crying. Oh, okay. I'm like, and he starts crying. I'm like, we, we just messed up the whole plan, man. Because <laughs> I just yeah. looked at her, and it just came over me like, Wow. I remember when she was six years old, and now yeah. here I, I'm marrying her. Isn't that something? Yeah, That's it was. It was. It was special. The faithfulness of God. Yeah. Uh, Cedric Brown, our guest in studio today on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. He's senior pastor at Commitment Church in Lindenwald, New Jersey, and uh, a new ministry is springing forth. Yes, yes, yes. January eighth, twenty twenty two, nine a.m. Yeah, the debut of Commitment to Truth. Yeah. Yes, we're excited about it. It's something that we've prayed about, talked about, hoped about. I know Lorenzo, who's the manager here at the station, he faithfully uh, stayed in touch with me, and we just asked the Lord, when will be a good time? And yeah. and we just prayed about it as a church, and we just feel as though this is our, our time, if you would, to expand our reach into 
uh, the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we're excited because we want to reach all nations, tribes, and tongues with the uh, transformational gospel of Christ. And that's just our heart is to reach people of all nations, tribes, and tongues, equip them to serve so that they may transform their communities and the world. And, and this is just a, a, a part of what we want to do with this tool. By the way, folks, uh, as you mentioned that, I, I know on your site you have very intentional mm-hmm. things laid out yeah, for people absolutely. to understand what you just said. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So, Yeah, because what we found out from the very, very beginning uh, of this church planting journey and ministry journey is that the vision has to be clear. Because what we want people to do is before you this is before of course internet was so accessible and so forth that whatever you saw whatever you read whatever you heard it, we were going to be clear and intentional of letting you know from the onset this is who we are and uh, so yeah. it, it it's what we've begun with and this is what we believe God is continuing to tell us to stay with is this is who you are, so you can deduce before walking in the door. Yes. I don't want to be a part of this, you know, <laughs> or, or I want to be a part well, of this. Well, that's fair, yeah. and it's actually honest. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. You don't want to lead people on. No, exactly right. And you want to help them yeah. know what they're getting into. You know, because rightfully so, some people want their, their, if you will, unique cultural experience. But, but our responsibility and our calling is we want to platform the culture of Jesus. Yes. That's good. Folks, again, tuning in, Cedric Brown is our guest, Senior Pastor of Commitment Church in Lindenwell, New Jersey, commitmentchurch.org for more info on the church and the new program called Commitment to Truth coming up Saturday, the 8th of January at 9 a.m. on WFIL. Take a second, and I'm sure you've had a lot of prayer and planning, Mm -hmm. at least initially, maybe things will change over time, but have you thought... um, formatically yeah. kind of how you want the the time is going to go quick it's yeah. a 25 minute program and uh, you're like wait i had yeah. more to say yeah, so right right so well we're going to take um the messages that you hear inside the sanctuary for the most part okay. and edit them down and most messages will be in parts because i i teach a lot of sermon series uh so you would get segments of the sermon series but our goal is to also infuse other content Yes. You know, introduce other ministry leaders over time. Uh, you So you would hopefully meet some of our men's leaders, women's leaders, youth leaders, uh, children's leaders, uh, as well as other content that we we publish on other platforms like my weekly wire that I yeah. that I uh, send out via email every uh, every week on Wednesdays. I was going to ask you yeah. about that. So yeah. I, maybe while we're talking about just for yeah. a second, that is, yeah. Uh, how long is that? Is that a minute uh, or two? Or yes, three? like a minute max, minute and a half maximum, three minutes. Okay, at the most that I will push, and and it's literally every Wednesday morning you receive it via email, and or you see it posted via on different. Uh, uh, podcasts and our platforms. Okay, and the thrust mm-hmm. of that is there. Do you have a? It's like a program within a program here. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah, right? yeah. So it's really, it's really just uh, inspiration, you know, because it's uh, Wednesday inspiration, um, refreshment, and encouragement. Okay, Got wire. It. Yeah, weekly wire. wire. <laughs> I get yeah, it. I, I receive right. it. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure that. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I and it's just really, it's really, you know, someone would hear it and say, "Oh, shucks, that's just basic." Uh, but I've been really getting getting some really good feedback. From matter of fact, listen to this. Yeah, one of my college quarterbacks from Washington State University. I spoke to him two or three weeks ago. Hmm. 
and we were just talking about some of the adventures he's involved in, and he was asking me what I would like to be a part of it, et cetera. And he says, hey, just want to let you know, I attend church every Wednesday. And, it, and I'm like, and I'm thinking, what? what is he talking about? And it dawned on me. I just said, oh, okay. I thought he was talking about like a Wednesday evening service yeah. at his church. But he was talking about the wire. In his mind, that's his way of pausing and connecting with Christ. It's wow. through that wire every Wednesday morning or every Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah if folks want to get on that list. Yeah, you can site. go to loveallnations.org, okay. loveallnations.org, okay. and you can subscribe. I'm going to write that mm-hmm. down because yeah. uh, in our podcast, after you do the shows, I like mm-hmm. to post podcasts with links so okay. people can, you yeah. know, if they can't, they're driving right yeah. now and they can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have it on this page, yeah. loveallnations.org, yeah. right? loveallnations.org. Okay. Uh, folks tuning in, we're chatting with Pastor Cedric Brown from Commitment Church in Lindenwald, New Jersey. We'll take a quick break. Keep our program rolling here in just a moment in WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, and in studio we have Cedric Brown, he's Senior Pastor of Commitment Church in Lindenwall, New Jersey, commitmentchurch.org for more info on the ministry of the church, which meets Sundays at 9, 11 in English and 1 o'clock in Spanish. Are you still there for the 1 o'clock service? Once a month. Okay. Once a month. And I normally, whenever I start a sermon series, typically, yeah. I, I try to also be there be at 1 part o'clock. Of the launch. Yeah. <laughs> How much Spanish have you picked up? Well, uh, I used to know more than... I, I was better at it years ago because I would go to uh, Dominican every year. Really? Yeah, on a missions trip for about two or three weeks. Okay. So I was yeah. really, really engulfed in it. Even when I would come back, I would forget and will be speaking and addressing people in Spanish because you get so I get that all the time with my yeah. wife. She's yeah. Brazilian and yeah. she'll start talking to me in Portuguese. I'm like, yeah. honey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I, I read better, of course. Um, but we have some really gifted and talented people who can make it easy on me and just translate. <laughs> <laughs> That's helpful to have a team. A place for all nations is, uh, I guess, like the, the, the mission uh, yeah. of, of what the Commitment Church is about. And uh, the new program, Commitment to Truth, is coming up Saturday, 9 a.m., January 8th, 2022. And we were just talking about that program and a little bit of the format for it. What are your hopes for it? Mm, yeah. Well, we really want to, again make sure that we are clearly articulating the truth of the gospel, yeah. right? That will reach all nations, tribes and tongues, but then equip the body. We, we know that there are always people that will never, ever, ever, ever walk into the doors of commitment community church. Yeah. It, it will never happen, but that's okay. We're good with that. But how can we equip them to be the men, the women, young men and women that God have called and created them to be? to ultimately impact the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So so we're hoping that these messages, this content, will be able to equip them. And then at the end of the day, again, reaching that place of transformation, that you are transformed personally, which would then transform your family, if you're married, your children, generations, but then also matriculate outwards into your communities and ultimately the world. There's a lot about what you're saying there. And in general, with how you're thinking, that I think makes a lot of sense. And as I've been doing the show on WFIL, continues to come back for me also. Starting with the power of one person. Mm-hmm. 
It comes um, up all the time. It could be any guest. I might have a guest. I had, had a sibling trio uh, called Girl Named Tom. They're from Ohio. They just won The Voice wow. recently. And I, th- I think they're believers and uh, kids in their 20, they're 26 to 20, two boys and a girl. And I asked them, so why did you even try? And the, the, their music teacher had said to them, had suggested to them. And then even the girl of the, of the group said to her brothers, why don't we try this? What's the worst that could happen? And the brother's like, well, you do it because, you, you know, I think she has the, even the most powerful voice. Yeah. And like, let's just do it together. Yeah. And they wound up winning. Wow. I, almost by default, every story yeah. has a has a person yeah. or maybe a couple people yeah. that because they were there and they spoke truth or they spoke and encouraged someone, a whole thing opens up. Yeah. You, know, you, yeah. you could share your testimony, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Right? Same thing. Yeah. So that encouragement for you to the people to me is just a, a spot on way of thinking because it's multiplying it outward. Yeah. Cause the bottom line is it, it, it's impossible for one man, one person, one church, Yes, you know, to ultimately do the kingdom work. Yeah. It, and I believe it's a very small way of thinking. Our first 20 years, we were independent as a church. Again, I'm, I'm totally an independent thinker. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, because we were uh, not affiliated, if you would, officially with any network of churches at all. Yeah. But probably about year 15, 18, or something like that, God was just starting to lead us, as we were talking about earlier, yes. and saying, you, you, it's time to now become a part of the bigger kingdom work. Yeah. Now, personally, because of the privileges I've had through sports and and um, you know my professional career, I've had the opportunity to cross pollinate with so many churches within this Delaware Valley. Just relationally, just, just over sucks. I've been here now since 1986. Yeah. <laughs> you know, originally from Compton, California, I'm here. You know, across the coast, and 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 relationally, just touching so many people. So I've all, already had that in me to do that. Yeah. But I believe God was doing something with us contextually as a church. But then it was almost like it's time now that you need to be a part of a greater kingdom work. So Hmm. started praying and asking God, how does it look? So I actually was charged with the responsibility of searching for other networks of churches. Long and short of it is we landed on the E-Free, Evangelical Free Church of America. Yeah. The only person I heard attached to that was Chuck Swindoll. Remember, he used to be, Yep. he said, what was it, uh, First Free Church of Fullerton, California. That was my only reference point. Never heard of them at all. Hmm. Uh, through prayer, conversations with them, they came in, met with about 30 or 40 of our leaders. They questioned them and, you know, all the, the district superintendent and everything. And we all agree, yeah, this is what God's calling us to be a part of. Hmm. That was five years ago. Little did I know, three years into it, I'll be asked to be the district superintendent. Wow. Well, that didn't take long. <laughs> so, so now I'm like, so, you just signed up for so it? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, you know, I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? But yeah. I say all of that because as a church, we felt that God was calling us into a greater kingdom work. And I, and I actually taught about an eight to 12 week sermon series on this. Okay. Just to try to drill it down in our hearts. The context was there's a kingdom work that God has called us individually to do. 
that rolls up into the local church because none of this is apart from the local church. Right. But then there's a local church responsibility that rolls up into the big church. And, and yeah. so it was like, okay, so what's your personal responsibility to the local church that does its mission with the gospel? Then the challenge was, okay, so what's commitment's responsibility in all this? Yeah. And what's the vehicle? And what's the, the mechanism which God is calling us to do this? And we landed on the E-Free. Not knowing that he, well, from day one, we were all in, just like serving and being a part of the district conferences and, and just all in with hands open because we knew we were called to this. Yeah. Not knowing that I'll yes. be called to be the district superintendent, you know, which yes. is from upstate to New York down to northern Virginia to eastern Pennsylvania. <laughs> wow. Wow. You follow what I'm saying? I do. You know, I do. Is this now God is simply saying, no, Cedric, you, it never was about you. Never was about commitment. All I was doing was preparing you, preparing the church, and not to mention the skill sets that I learned in corporate America that I managed over 33 states and three time zones are all coming back to use. Yeah. You follow? You, you, I do. I do. <laughs> Yeah. I, I do. Uh, folks, just tuning in. Cedric Brown is our guest. He's senior pastor at Commitment Church in Lindenwell, New Jersey. Commitmentchurch.org for info on that. There's also a brand new program he'll be hosting called Commitment to Truth. It's uh, going to be Saturday mornings at 9, starting the 8th of January. I'm going to take a one last break here, and then I, I want to leave a little uh, time, because what you just said, actually, I had written something down that totally... Matches what you just said. Cool. All right. Fair All enough. Right. No Back problem. with more in just a moment. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. Glad to have longtime friend Cedric Brown in studio with us. He's senior pastor at Commitment Church in Lindenwald, New Jersey, commitmentchurch.org. You can find out more about their services Sunday at 9 and 11, also Spanish at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and a lot more. Also, the new program coming up I want to let folks know about called Commitment to Truth, which will be Saturdays at 9 a.m. on WFIL starting the 8th of January, 2022. Uh, before the break there, you were sharing about kind of just seeing God's unfolding of a lot of things yes. with regard to commitment joining the evangelical uh, free church i guess what a denomination is it technically yeah, or our network of churches yeah it's soft this is a loose denomination and, yeah. and seeing how god's bringing together some yeah. things so you and i have known each other a lot of years yeah. we were talking about the beginning of the program uh you played for the eagles for several seasons under buddy ryan and we used to play football together in fdr park with <laughs> a lot of friends I remember Chip Simmons and yeah, Gene, right. Gene Diaz, yeah, yeah. who yeah, used wow. to be with the Phillies, wow. and now he's with the Astros yeah. uh, in their department. And um, wow. thinking about all of that, one of the one of the intersection points you and I had, in addition to when the morning show I used to be on ended in 2004, and you kind of came along to just check on me and how are you and all that. You may remember I also came to your church. Yes, I sure remember. That. I don't remember yeah. what year it was. 2000 seven or eight or nine it was a few years after wzzd ended if you're just tuning in i used to do a morning show for seven years it was it was music for three hours it was the in a way professionally the highlight of my life ministry wise was so much fun the rest of the day was primarily christian teaching and talk programs and that was on 990 that ended in 2004 
And uh, I knew Cedric from playing football with him and all that. And and we were at the Electric Factory one night, and he was encouraging me about you know the, you know what just to, just to say I'm sorry that this, these are these changes are happening because the format completely changed, and I was out of a job. But it wasn't even the job; it was a loss of the the sense of community. A few years later, I still had radio hopes and dreams to do what you're talking about, which is to reach all nations. Yeah. And I guess the quickest way of saying this is I, I remember meeting with you, praying with you, you prayed over me, prayed with the team of folks there because I was trying all kinds of ideas, yeah, like yeah. maybe launching a channel on satellite radio. Yeah. And you were ahead of the curve, just to let you know that. <laughs> well, I, there's a lot of detail I could give here. I don't want to bore people. But, but I will say, I'll give you one example, as long as you brought that up. There was a time I thought, I'm like, where is this all going? Because I was starting to see how people get their content, if you will, was starting mm-hmm. to splinter, mm-hmm. including the internet. And there are challenges just doing this station, like the fact that people can be listening all over the country. Do you do traffic reports? Do you yeah. do weather reports? Yeah. Because how relevant are they if you know people are listening in California yeah. Yeah. and we're giving a Philadelphia weather report? That's true. There's lots of decisions you have to make. But one of them was like this format I wanted to do with diverse music and engaging the culture and all that stuff. Whenever I would talk to programmers in the Christian radio world, they'd be like, that's a nice idea, Tim, but that's kind of fringe. That's what I was getting all the yeah, time yeah, from the top yeah. programmers. Yeah. They say when you, when you go to McDonald's, you want McDonald's fries. You don't want to go to McDonald's and wind up getting Burger King fries. You don't get surprised. Yeah. And my answer was always like, I want food court mindset. Yes, people want what they want, but let's take the family to the food court at the mall. And I try a little bit of your Chinese. You try some of my Italian. Yeah. I try some of your yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow... That was a long struggle. Nothing was materializing as I was thinking about the in, the internet. How one question I kept coming back to is, when will the internet be portable? Hmm. I remember at one point there was a trade show where they had the internet on the top of your car, like a cop a light. Hmm. It's five thousand wow. dollars to pull the internet in. <laughs> and like that's not ca- that's not going to work yet, but it's coming one day. You'll yeah. get the internet in your car. Yeah, yeah, right. Anyway, there's all these things. You and I talked about that. You guys prayed for me. That was in the second half of the you know, 2000s. Fast forward to 2018, mm. you know, 10, 15 years later. Wow. You're sitting across from me here as God's <laughs> calling you into new things. And I'm doing a show yeah. that is exactly what I was hoping to do back then. Wow. But all those experiences mm. have added up. Yeah. I drove for Lyft for two and a half years wow. and gave thousands of rides. Yeah. Yeah. And you further reemphasize what you're talking about all nations all kinds of people getting out of my car i'm telling you brother god i've just can confidently say god wastes nothing i mean even if you look at the text in the scripture where the children of israel learned all their trades while in bondage yeah and all the trades moses then assigned them to help build the temple God wastes nothing. And and I look at everything from growing up in Compton, California, where I only seen whites pass up and down my streets. And we used to throw rocks at them because we knew they wouldn't stop. Yeah. And you have the crazy truck driver who would stop and run and realize where he was. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> then going to Washington State, 2% black population, 20,000 students. Wow. And culture shock. First time I ever sat down at someone's table outside of my own race and culture, I was a sophomore in college. And it was my nutrition teacher that I, Lisa and I, reconnected with the Brandon family this past summer. 
this was the, I, I affectionately say this, the whitest family. They were all blonde hair, <laughs> all blue eyes. <laughs> yeah. Three sons, my three sons, and, and just the, you know, perfect. Ward, Cleaver. Yeah. <laughs> and here I am, this kid from the hood, sitting down at their table. Because yeah. their son was my fan. Hmm. And and even a sidestep from that, saw them this summer. The young man who was my fan, sitting down now having dinner with him, my wife, and Laura, and and, and Larry Brennan. And they'd say to me, hey, can you please stay in touch with Josh? He needs you now. Because find out that they're all believers. Wow. Wow. I mean, I mean nothing, 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 nothing. I'm circling back. 30-plus years ministering now to the young man who was my fan in college. All those experiences, then I get to, of course, football, then corporate America, and I can't tell you one day we have to do a show around that of all the experiences, good, bad, or indifferent with that. But today, how God is using every bit of it and how he fine-tuned me and tethered tethered all of this together and also tempered my heart to be able to shepherd a church like this and especially in a day and time like this for sure there's a lot of churches yes who want to be multi-ethnic because it's 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 the end thing now at least in theory like that sounds like a good idea yeah Yeah, but but it's labor it's a hard and heavy lift yes because you have you cannot leave the wall you cannot leave the wall because we're so homogeneous by nature. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That, that if your heart hasn't been tempered throughout the years for this, it's very easy to leave the wall. You know, uh, because your own homogeneous thinking will pull you down. Hmm. You follow me? And there'll be others. Well, what, Pastor, why can't we? Well, Pastor, well, you know. Well, Pastor, well, why can't we? And, and if mm-hmm. you're not convinced... That this is what God wants is very easy to be pulled one way or the other, and again, you you would then you would then miss becoming a culture for Christ or of Christ, knowing that at the end of the day, I know who I am. I know who I am. Society tells me who I am, culturally, racially, however you want to categorize yeah. it, but I know whose I am first. Yes, and that's what every follower of Jesus Christ and needs to identify with first is knowing who you belong to and that is Christ and Christ alone. And and then everything else becomes better defined. You know, For rather sure. than no I, I am black first or I am white first and I have to protect my my group of people rather right. than no you protect the reputation of Jesus. That's hard. It? Yeah. And it's again, it's very hard. So it, like you said, at any given moment in your life, yeah, yeah, right. Because those, those things matter too. Absolutely, right. I mean, because because again, we we're our sin nature is to protect me, and if I'm homogeneously comfortable in doing it like this, because I've always done it like this, and we have that same problem. Think about this, and this is what I've been challenging folks with. Even in the context of marriage, you have two homogeneous kinds, different kinds coming together. Right. And, yeah. guess, and guess what? There's conflict. You know, and one thing, this yeah. is the beauty of it all, and I end with this, is that one thing is for sure what I've learned in being a pastor of a multi-ethnic, multicultural church is it's a glimpse of heaven on earth. 
but as you know, there's no imperfections in heaven. <laughs> yeah, a little different. You follow me? So, so in other words, what a multi-ethnic environment does will expedite heaven on earth. Okay. Similar yeah. to, similar to yeah. again, the closest, I guess, example you can have that is family, a family dynamic. Again, right. husband comes in, wife comes in. If my marriage of 34 years is to survive 34 years or the 35th year, chances are a part of Cedric is going to have to die. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you, yeah, you'd yeah. have been married long enough that, right, Tim, that yeah. at the end of the day, a part of me has to die. It's true. You know, and I believe that's that. Daily. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's that. I believe with that. What the multi-ethnic do, uh, setting does, it forces you that you got to work through a lot of stuff that you didn't know were there until that person brings it out. Yeah. Right? Just like marriage. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know. I was selfish until I got married. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Just We're chatting with Cedric Brown. He's senior pastor at Commitment Church in Lindenwald, New Jersey. Commitmentchurch.org for info on the church. A place for all nations. And uh, they're committed to reaching all nations with the gospel of Christ and equipping and uh, transforming. Yeah, tra- yeah, seeing transformation in a person's life and yeah. then their community and the world. And going outward, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And there's a brand new program I want to encourage folks to check out that the that this is going to be uh, starting up on the 8th of January, 2022. Commitment to Truth, Saturday mornings at 9 on WFIL. Uh, two thoughts uh, to maybe wrap up our time. You've been talking about it some. The notion of timing. Part of the journey for me to this station in 2018, when the show started, I actually had an offer to go to another station Hmm. to um, kind of, uh, without getting into it, I was eager to get back into radio. And I asked my dad and I asked people close to me and they spoke into my life and they said, it's not, they they heard all the details that this is not, we don't think you should do this. Hmm. And it kind of took everything I had to say, okay, I'll respect the fact that yeah. you're my dad and yeah. you're people I trust. Mm. And so I passed. Mm. And, I w- and I was driving for a lift and I was feeling like, man, my skills, I wish I could be doing this again. Mm. And, but I, but the, the, the lifting was a fantastic experience too. Still doing weddings and other things, DJing. And then the Lord brought this up. And I look back and I think, especially because of the show I'm getting to do now, this was the right time, mm. and but I had to wait longer than I had hoped mm. on the heels of waiting another 10 years prior. Mm-hmm. So for you, with the launch of this new program, Commitment to Truth, mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's been in your system <laughs> and, and, and or what you, know, you yes. had to think of in terms of timing, yes. whether it's with that or when you mm. let go of the job at Alcoa mm. yes. when you retired out of that, even though you probably were making a good, yeah. good salary mm-hmm. and yeah. it was scary to leave. Alcoa and go full time with the pastoring. Yes. Yeah, I tell you, there. Uh, one thing with timing uh, that seems to be thematic, you know, is is just a, just being very sensitive to the, the leading of the Spirit of God. That part of the Trinity <laughs> that many times we put on the shelf. Yeah. And, and to be able to really. Understand the mind of God by the Spirit of God. It, it takes uh, time to wait and hear and listen. And as you said, God does speak through other people um, that are trustworthy voices. 
you know, and that will speak according to his word, all right, and affirm his word in you and through you. And and so I think layered in that or tethered in the midst of it all is this clear sensitivity of the voice of God. He knows always what is best for us. And the challenge, I think, for all believers is, is to know the mind of God. But you can't know the mind of God in this scenario outside of the spirit of God. Yeah. You know, so so from that, I know I personally have learned and still learning that I need to involve him in the details of life, not only the big decisions. Because as you stated, there will always be those big determining decisions that you have to make. But always there's the smaller ones that are in between there that are more subtle that he wants to be invited in. For sure. Right? Like, yeah. where should you get your coffee today? Sure. Right? <laughs> At least to have, and have eyes open while you're getting it. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think in, in light of that, God then, I think, tees you up for all the big ones. You know, that there's, like, even maybe it wasn't you, Tim, that said uh, initially, I'm not, shouldn't do this, but the sensitivity of the voice of God through others cause you to pause long enough to say, well, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. But that's because when you were getting your coffee, right. The other times yeah. you, you were alerted, you were aware of his presence and his voice within your life. So I think you have this culminating factor that occurs to happen that continues to happen. But I believe as well that, you know, you have to believe in the sovereignty of God, that he's in control of all things at all times. And that if, he hasn't given you the provisions or if he hasn't opened the door or if he is like with us in WFIL continue to have this ongoing relationship. It's like, okay, God, why, why do I know Tim? Why do I know Lorenzo? Why does, why do, yeah. do Lorenzo and I have lunch periodically? Is it just because he's a cool guy? You yeah. know? Yes. <laughs> or is there a bigger picture in this? And again, now yeah. being open and open and open and also, Preparing ourselves. So we had to also as a as a church and as a leadership team say, okay, well, if God is saying this, how do we prepare ourselves? Yeah. You do a lot of thinking. You know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So we have so okay, well, let's prepare ourselves with the programming content. So we've been preparing, you know, and and through that God opened doors to like Pandora. That it's like I'm on Pandora. Huh, what? It's like you don't just pop on on that that platform so right. he it just he begins to in our preparation gives us those glimmers of hope our Which affirmation is, that, that word i was gonna say you, you know preparing intentionality yeah. thinking through things uh yeah and but to tether it with those things you just said because i there is a time i think my wife told me 20 years ago there are certain times in my life i've been more bullheaded about things and she's like uh, if god closed the door you'd punch a hole through it and open it from the other side like that's how because <laughs> i was weighing yeah preparation yeah. and what I believed yeah. and what I thought. Yeah. And if God's not stopping me, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. Like I was more, much more that way mm-hmm. in my old age. Maybe I'm just tired, yeah. but, <laughs> but I, I yeah. am trying to give pause yeah. to thinking there, even with my wife and in our marriage, mm-hmm. like, you know, as much as sometimes my wife will say things, I'm like, you're just, just stop like, complicating my life <laughs> or whatever. I'm like, you know what? If you believe God provided her, which I do, yeah. what if I actually, 
what if God's actually speaking mm-hmm. right now? Exactly right. Literally yeah. speaking words mm-hmm. through her mouth, mm-hmm. and I'm acting like, get yeah. away from me. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, right? So, so, so <laughs> Exactly. So think about that. No different than me with, with our leadership team and those who serve in our church. Tons of conversations, Tim, about, you know, we believe one day God may want us on WFL. Okay, so what do we do now in the meantime? Okay, That's great. You, you know, and then and then input. Okay, well, we can be doing this. We could be doing this. We can. That's really you wise. Know, you know. Okay, and then and then so when it was time to prepare for content, it wasn't like oh shucks, how do we prepare? For yeah, content? scramble. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, grab something. Remember that time but, you did but, right? So like, yeah. so we have the wire. We have these other tools. We have a format that's already prepared. Yes. God has given us the people, the content, and then now the resource, yeah. this, and now the open door, and then you, you walk through. So, yeah, it's it's wonderful how God, you know, A, he doesn't uh, waste anything that you do, you know, in life and even in preparation. There, there's some reasoning for it all. And also, you cannot do it or apply it absent from the leading of his holy spirit you know because he will give you the timing he'll he'll slow you down the spirit of god will forbid you right from going and and but being open to that like you said instead of maybe punching a hole through the door and opening on the side you look for a window or you know (laughs) (laughs) that's already open to climb through (laughs) and you know and along with all these things to me what helps a lot is just remembering the character of god amen amen otherwise if i if i feel like god's the one of my life verses in the last five years has been i think it's psalm 84 11 b it was after better is one day in your courts Mm -hmm. next verse says uh our god is a sun and shield Mm. no good thing does he withhold Mm. From those whose walk is blameless, yeah, and I just yeah, want to yeah, like God. Yeah. God deserves the credit yeah, for being yeah, good. Yeah, always. And you know, just to add to that, one thing that also I think gives me further assurance is that God, if I have gone through this entire exercise, if you will, whatever it may be, and if I make a choice, and sense that it's you, because you sometimes you really don't know if it is or not until you get out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And, and, and I never forget the, this, the comforting words, if you would, from God speaking to my heart personally has been, Cedric, if you go and you do that and you find out that it's not me, just keep your heart t- teachable and pliable and I'll redirect you. Amen. You know, because there is always the choice. When you go, you realize it's not God, then you blame it on God. <laughs> Yeah. Well, God, you know, you, you, you're not helping me, God. Versus, well, shucks, I'm out here. Maybe I made the wrong decision. Maybe I didn't hear from you. Well, God, can you just redirect me? Amen. To where I yeah. need to go. And and I've just seen him be, you know, faithful. That's um, great. You know, because he's not a man that he shall lie, nor a son of man, right? Amen. That he should repent. Has he not said it? Will he not do it? Has he not spoken it? Will he not make it good? And and Amen. is and he is our, he's our faithful father. That's the best. That's a great way to conclude our conversation. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. Uh, so it's great to see you. Yeah, good seeing you, brother. Folks, yeah. and look forward to seeing the uh, listening to the program Commitment to Truth Saturday at nine on WFIL, starting on the eighth of January, twenty twenty two, with Cedric Brown, a senior pastor at Commitment Church in Lindenwald, New Jersey. CommitmentChurch.org for more info. Um, by the way, have you? Is there a 
or not maybe not yet, but have you thought about the like a website for the show and podcasts? Yeah, well, if that? you go to, um, or is it going to be commitmentchurch.org? Go through that. To yeah, get to yeah, it? yeah. You go through there, and there is a four slash something. Okay, <laughs> but I don't. No, I don't I'm not trying to put you on a hot spot. I'm just wondering. But because... we will. We will eventually get a a domain name that you can go directly to it. Okay, sure. yeah. that too. Yeah. But just yeah. just as a, if you remember nothing else, commitmentchurch.org yeah, please. can get you to all these things. Yeah. And Lord willing, we'll keep in touch throughout the years. Yeah. The program's unfolding. And, That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, man. Happy New Year. God bless you and the family and, uh, yeah. and the staff here at WFIL. Amen. Sure. All right. That'll do it for the Tim DeMoss Show. Again, uh, Cedric Brown, been our, our guest, kind enough to drive all the way over from Lindenwald, New Jersey today. <laughs> He's senior pastor at Commitment, New Ch- at, at Commitment Church. And again, commitmentchurch.org for more info on that. You can also get the podcast of our program a little later on after the show is done here. Give me a few minutes to collect my breath, and we'll post that in a little bit at WFIL.com on our homepage. And again, the program, Commitment to Truth, Saturday at 9 a.m. on WFIL starting January 8, 2022. That'll do it for the show today. Thanks for tuning in to WFIL. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.